Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to an edition of Survivor on After Buzz, the Survivor After Show. This is Survivor Worlds Apart. White collar, blue collar, red collar, and we are <laughs> you mean not no collar. No collar, blue collar, white you, collar. You I said the, red collar. I said red collar. That's their tribe. That's their tribe. Red tribe. Our <laughs> first mess up of the new season. Uh, my name is Nando Velasquez, and you can find me on Twitter at Nando Vel. And uh, with me, we have a new. We have a new set. I don't think any of you Survivor fans, unless you watch After Buzz, are familiar with our new set. We have a new set. We have a new panel, completely new. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And joining my panel, let's just start with the lovely lady right next to me. Uh, hi, you guys. My name is Keaton Markey, and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Keaton Markey. And, and uh, yeah. I'm a huge Survivor super fan. I mean, I I worked on the show. Yeah. I love the show. I've watched it since season one. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And James? James? I'm James Wallington. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington. And I am also a super fan, which is why I'm so excited to be on this <laughs> panel. I'm like the super fan that when I started watching would have finale and premiere parties at my house mm-hmm. for every season, play Survivor in the backyard, building challenges myself, and inviting all my neighborhood friends over. That is awesome. I'm a huge fan. I didn't know that. Yes. And I also... I had a birthday party, Survivor-themed birthday party. Yes. <laughs> Look at that. And I also am a super fan as well. Let me just say that so I don't feel left out. We all got our bandanas. We got our buffs. We actually have different buffs. Uh, I have the 10th anniversary buff. I have all stars. And I have the 30th anniversary commemorative Yes. Buff. So <laughs> this is, look at that, very fancy, very fancy, very fancy buffs. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please uh, follow us on, uh, well, YouTube if you're watching us live right now. Great comment. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and please rate us. It's a new panel. It's a new show. So we definitely would appreciate more um, some new comics. Yeah. Some, yeah, some feedback. We read it all. And uh, yeah, but be nice. Because just haters, don't be a hater. Nobody yeah. likes that. Absolutely. But constructive criticism, we do respect and appreciate. I'm hearing feedback. I don't know if it's from my headsets, but oh. I just want to I want to make sure that the because my headsets are a little loud. Oh. So I don't know if you're hearing feedback, but I just want to make sure. Is there any feedback on your desk? No. no. Okay. Cool. Then I'm putting that down. Right. Anyway, so uh, well, let's get started. Let's talk about let's talk about first impressions. I uh, hopefully we have uh, we're gonna have a couple of new changes. We're gonna add a little more interactivity, a little more uh, stuff to the set too. So let's see if uh, let's talk about our initial impressions of the cast and if we can get a photo the cast up that would be really awesome yes. yes so what do you guys think so far of this season overall i mean we talked a little bit in private about this season sounding a lot like brains bronze beauty yes and in a way there are some similarities with uh, white collar being brains and yeah, blue collar I mean, being bronze. this is the thing when you when you you do the three tribe thing because i feel like the brains bronze um beauty season mm-hmm. was what was the most successful three tribe season of survivor that they've ever had yeah um so it's obviously going to be compared to that and that's more recent so a lot of the new survivor fans can can recognize that one um i think this cast is phenomenal yeah i love that they're all new people mm-hmm. and i especially love for the 30 anniversary right yeah and I, and I love that they're all like they're, they're so eclectic mm-hmm. there's not like I mean for there was a couple seasons for a while there that they it just seemed like they had a bunch of like model actors and every tribe was just like these model actors that were just like pretending to be somebody else to be a contestant on the show mm-hmm. but these guys these are all real people mm-hmm. and um, and I love that I think the uh, the way that the tribe is are broken up that kind of lends to having a very diverse <clears throat> and eclectic group which yeah. I like absolutely 
I love this cast for one reason alone, and that is there are a lot of super fans mm. that have been cast on this oh, season, I which we it. haven't seen in a while. And the reason why I'm excited that they're all super fans is because you can tell that they're all there to play the game and play hard, which is why I think this is going to be, after watching last night's episode, this is going to be an awesome season and we're in for a treat. And let me add to that, I love the super fans, but as we'll t- go over in this episode, I think a lot of them have very different ideas of how to play the game. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which I think is very, very interesting in itself. They all are not set. Like, some of them are taking leadership immediately. Some of them are hiding, hanging back. It, it, it's very interesting to see how they're all adapting. Well, I, think, them, I was going to say, I think a lot of them are falling into the label of white collar, blue collar, or mm-hmm. no collar. So that's probably why we see those different shifts on each different beach, is mm-hmm. that that's coming They're to like, play. I'm going to own this, I'm going to own my label, and I'm going to own my tribe. Right. It's, I mean, but, but we've already seen cracks, obviously, <laughs> within all of the tribes. Well, let's start talking a little bit about the tribes. Let's, let's start off with the white-collar tribe. If we can get that up, we'll start off with the white collar tribe, which consists of Joaquin. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> hot! Oh my gosh, what yeah. a good-looking man! Hold on. I thought that, and then I went, mm, I don't think so. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry to go off topic. I'm like, sorry. He's well, we don't have to have the same taste in men. <laughs> there's, there's something about him I just don't like from the first moment I, I saw him being cast, and in, in it's just something. I guess it's he's something so in space. Well, yeah. he said he always wants looking. to be in charge, which yes. is probably why he's very also going to be villainous. And he talks about, even in the opening, he was talking about, you know, like, loose women, fast money, yes. champagne, all this stuff. So he obviously is a player. Tool bag. Yeah, definitely. And he's from New York. I hated when he gave his New York word. I'm like, I've never heard that. I'm from New York, and I was offended when he said, I'll give you my New York word, which he obviously meant he was lying. Um, so we got Joaquin, we've got So right there next to him. They were the two involved with the original dilemma. So uh, a little backstory on her that I think is public now. So was actually supposed to be on last season of Survivor. Season 29, yes. But with her sister for mm-hmm. uh, Blood versus Water, but yep. her sister was a medically medically evacuated. Yes, before right. the game even started. Okay. So uh, it's nice that So was able to come back, which also makes kind of her story in this episode even more devastating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that she went through all she did for, for two different seasons and then to be the first one to go... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it sucks, but she did get a consolation prize. I don't know if anybody's seen it on, on social media, but I think her and Malcolm Freeberg are dating. Yeah, so. I would put those two puzzle pieces uh, together. Yeah. Well, those two definitely seem like the young crowd. They definitely are into looks, and, and I think they bonded early because of the way they liked each other physically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not surprised that So would be interested in Malcolm. And then you the know other what's four. funny? I was just going to say about yeah. So, right away, before the show even started to air, just mm-hmm. from pre-interviews, So was a standout to me. She was someone that oh, I thought that I was so going. Awesome. I mean, I like her as a character on the show, mm-hmm. but I thought I was going to like her for other reasons. Mm-hmm. But already from the jump, she's like, "I'm the devil. I make people at my I work make people cry. cry. I'm demanding." And I'm like, "Okay, she's going to go home. She's going to go home first. <laughs> and I'm sure the producers were a little like sad when when she was the first one voted out because she would have been such a good character. She is definitely one to stir the pot, and um, she's a strong female. That's, yes. that's also really, really, really good looking. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure the, the camera guys were probably yeah. sad that she wasn't going to be running around the beach anymore. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit before we move on. Let's talk a little bit about Max because you know this guy. I think has even though nobody else on the cast seems to know him, just knowing the cast, this guy seems to have the biggest amount of pressure on him because he actually taught a course about Survivor. Yes, in college, so Max- he's supposed to be the expert. I thought it was also interesting how he, before the season even started, had the most fan love already, and yeah. just from watching his interview alone, he wasn't like a standout contestant. I mean, I was excited about his story of, oh, he teaches at a a college, but... Mm -hmm. He's not someone that I'm like, oh, I'm going to root for Max. Not yet, at least. Yeah. I, I love his look, because I feel like you see, if I would have would see Max walking down the street, I would not expect him to to be a Survivor <laughs> superfan and to have the knowledge base that he does uh, about the game, having taught a course on it. And I'm so excited to see somebody who a lot of people would say would never get cast on this show, because he had like basically kind of knows too much, you would think. Yeah. But for him to be able to get on, and for him to play, mm-hmm. and to see if kind 
kind of the Cochran because uh, you know he, he's, he's got a little bit of that. He's got a little bit of Cochran. Cochran yeah. wrote a paper about Survivor, yeah. and then Cochran played Survivor twice and won the second time. So I'm very, very excited to see where you know what he takes from his knowledge base, and if that you know allows him to be successful in this game. Awesome, cool. Let's move. Let's we'll talk about the other three a little bit later. Let's move on to the blue uh, blue collar team. Okay, My awesome. Favorite. These guys are awesome. I mean, let's just first talk about let's talk about Rodney because I just love him because he he lied about his so he's kind of like Tony in a way. He's a little bit of Russell Hands, a little bit of Tony, and then Boston Rob all mixing say, together. Okay, yeah, a hybrid of all three. Yeah, he's like a hybrid of all three. He lied about his job. He's a, he's a general contractor, but he says he moves furniture. Uh, he uses a sob story about his sister to to win over Lindsay. Yes, and uh, he's got that accent, and he just seems so likable. And I think I honestly think he's a big threat right off the bat. I wasn't sure if I was going to like him, but as the episode progresses, like I can't help but love Rodney. He's yeah. such a character, and my favorite quote that he said of the episode was, "People think I'm a meathead, but in a competition, I'm the filet mignon." You're the steakums. The what? The sta- everyone the else is steak. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I really like him too. And I think the, the analogy you guys said of uh, what he's kind of a mix between mm-hmm. is, is right. But I don't think he's going to be as successful as them. No. Honestly, I feel like he's not going to be able to handle the lack of food. I feel like he's he's a muscle dude. Like mm-hmm. he might be smart and stuff, but the moment his body starts shutting down, I think his mentality is going to start shutting down a little bit. And he's lucky that he is getting in with the girls. Yeah. Because I feel like having the the girls be worried about him nursing him back. To health is going to allow him to last a little bit longer. But I think he's going to struggle a little bit when we get a couple, you know, a few weeks in. I think uh, what's interesting about him is when he was winning over Lindsay because she's the tatted up girl. I like his uh, methodology of, of winning her over, talking to her about her tattoos and, and bonding with her that way. But he thinks the girls want a guy to take charge. And maybe maybe in Womanizer. this team... Yeah, maybe in this team with these three, although I think, um, what's her name, the tall girl? Um, Sierra. Sierra. Might be a little tough, but I think if he gets mixed up with the white collar teams, like people like Carolyn, they're not going to handle that. So no. he might be good with the younger, innocent girls. But I don't think Kelly's going to put up with it. Kelly's a cop. That's true. We Kelly didn't get to see much. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I, we I, didn't see much of her, which makes me feel like she's going to go a long way. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I was like, "Where's Kelly?" <laughs> the other two. Let's talk about. First of all, let's talk about Dan, another super fan mm. who's been trying out for like ten years and finally gets on a very oddball character. Uh, that weenie well, bikini needs to go. Yeah. Oh god. Immediately, I can't. I can't. I, can't. I, I like had to look away from the TV. Yeah. I was watching. Uh, we had like a viewing party at my house last night. We all cringed. We, we I all, everybody just went. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I like, turned away from the TV. I think there's a reason why he hasn't been cast in ten seasons, but uh, or ten years. But you know, still, I'm glad he's there. He's definitely going to stir the pot. Uh, we could see that. And let's talk about Mike because I love this guy too. He's my MVP for this. I I love him. He's I my mean, favorite. I mean, who he ate a scorpion. Dumb. In this show, he doesn't do anything for me, unfortunately. No. Mm-mm. I I kind of think I'm he's sorry. a. I think I he's don't think a, he's. I I think I don't know if he'll go far. Okay. I, I think, think he's going to go far because nobody's going to be threatened by him because you just jolly old Mike and everyone's going to be like, we like having Mike around. He doesn't piss anybody off. He helps out when you need yeah. him to help out. He's great in challenges, mm-hmm. but he's not like game-threatening because he doesn't seem too smart. He just wants to be a people-pleaser, so I think he's going to go far. I think him mm-hmm. and Rodney are just incredibly likable people, and if they work together, they might do a lot of damage in the show. Uh, I, I honestly think Rodney, because he's bonding with the women, might have a, a, a better advantage right now. Mike's kind of bonding with Dan, it which is not the smartest thing. Rodney. Yeah, because yeah. the girls... Well, Dan's been ruffling the girls' feathers the wrong way. Yeah. And I'm like, this is obviously setting up Rodney perfectly for his strategy coming into the game, because yeah. he wants to work with the girls, and the girls are not going to want to work with and Dan. And they want to get rid of Harry yeah. Potter's grandfather and as Mike, soon as possible. <laughs> and Mike shooting himself in the foot by <laughs> I love that going reference. with Dan, mm-hmm. it seems like. I don't know. Mike doesn't... I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad person or I don't like him. I'm just indifferent. There's nothing about him that really stands out to me yet. Got it. Okay, awesome. Let's move on and we'll talk about the others later. Let's move on to the next tribe, which is the No Collar Tribe. Yes, Which no is your color. favorite. Yeah, so... They're very, so cute. Very free. I like how they don't even call themselves a tribe. They call themselves a community. Yes. Or a family. Which is not surprising. <laughs> They're like a creepy commune already. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've got Vince, who, who looks a lot to me like Coach and actually has a little bit of a Dilemma, uh, you know, like a uh, what is it, an ego like coach? I think Tr- thinking he's riding the waves, but getting a little pissy. I think he's just like he's just he's so out there, and you know, the, like what is your? Well, how do you feel? I just want to ride the wave. Yeah. He's and guided by his own decisions and seeks truth. Hair. 
That's, that's, what, he what, he that's what he says. But and he's I a coconut vendor. Like, and he's a coconut. I love that he's a coconut vendor, but at one point when he's talking about Jen, he says the quote, I get what I want. I'm like, really? Did you really want to be a coconut vendor? Because yeah. <laughs> you've got that. Uh, yeah. I really want to go like search in Santa Monica and find him and buy a coconut from him. <laughs> that is my goal before the end of the season is to find Let's Vince play the in Santa Monica. TV cameras. <laughs> we search for Vince. We also have, uh, let's talk about a couple of them. Let's talk about Nina. Because Nina obviously has a, a big story, I think, coming up, and she's the one who is completely deaf and has those uh, those th- that equipment. I'm Which not sure we call it. I'm excited about Nina because we haven't seen a deaf contestant really since Christy from yeah. mm-hmm. Survivor Amazon. A, a cochlear, and I, I don't think that's how you pronounce Ocu- it. Co- no. Cochlear cochlear. implant. <laughs> yes. co- cochlear implant. Let's move on. That is allowed to hear. Yeah, she's completely deaf and deaf and has lost her hearing seven years ago. I'm, I'm curious and excited to see her story. Yeah. I don't, and I feel like we're going to probably see it next week because I think, I honestly thought they were going to lose, um, the, like, my prediction was that they were going to lose the first immunity Me challenge too. and that they'd go and they'd kick her out. Yeah. And it just, it's just unfortunate because I feel like it is such a young tribe mm-hmm. and I think she'll... Misunderstood. Yeah, she's misunderstood and I think she will, she'll go first with this tribe goes to tribal. Yeah. And let's talk about Joe because he's another MVP, I think, from this episode. He's another super fan and uh, and we see already like he he's he's another likable guy in Malcolm, my opinion you mean Malcolm he, the guy who looks like Malcolm yeah there's literally a picture that Malcolm posted on I don't know if it was Malcolm or somebody else posted on uh, Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. and Malcolm it was a freeze frame of his face and Malcolm was right next to the the TV screen and they they literally look more like brothers than Malcolm and his actual brother look like really <laughs> yeah. that's awesome it's crazy well I, I like him I think Joe I like him too but I don't know how well he's gonna do because I feel like he's already ruffling the feathers of his tribe by his leadership ways. Mm. He's just kind of taking control in his approach to camp life. I don't know, it just seems to be bothering his uh Well, that's, that seems to be Vince so far. I don't know about the others, but it seems to be Vince as he's ruffling the most. Vince seems like he's ruffling Jen's feathers. Well, I think, I honestly, I feel like Joe will be able to integrate with everybody more, like, better than Vince will be able yeah. to. If they're both kind of, like, bugging each other, mm-hmm. I think the one that's going to pit, like, the one that everyone's going to blame is going to be Vince. It's mm-hmm. not going to be Joe. Yeah, because Vince is just weird. There was that one look that Vince feathers. had in the show when uh, Joe and Jen seemed to be flirting. There's like really stare of death that it was the like cameras caught. It was like girls when girls fight over guys at a bar. That's what it reminded me of. And mm-hmm. like like you know, one girl's talking to a guy, and then another girl comes swoops in and kind of steals him. Yeah. And now the girl's just like gives her the eye, like you know, if looks could kill, Vince would have killed them both. Well, <laughs> they would be dead. Vince seems, Vince seems to be a little unstable because I mean, he has that whole airy like, hey. But then when he felt a little threatened by Joe, he got really creepy fast with Jen <laughs> and with that really big hug. The only hash tag that CBS did this week, besides the regular immunity tribal challenges, <laughs> we smell bad, Hashtag which was great. Don't was hold, don't hug me that long. We smell bad. <laughs> and it's only day one. I don't know if it was a day one I reference can, or, a, or a no-collar reference. Can I tell you, though, they smell having experience, like, just being even from me to you. Yeah. They smell, I cannot explain to you how bad these people start smelling. <laughs> like, it is, it is, you don't think people could smell like that yeah. from, like, that distance, but it's like a wave of like just bo and nasty. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's uh, and and, and uh, you know we'll talk more about Jen. I love Jen too. To be I honest with you, Jen. I think she's awesome. <laughs> she reminds me of so many different people. She reminds me a little like Jennifer Grey mixed in with like old Jennifer Grey mixed in with. Uh, there's like a host from AfterBuzz that she reminds me of, and I can't remember her name. Huh. I have to remember who. But yeah, I'm du- I'm digging on Jen. I love what Vince said in the beginning. She seems very real and really funny and quirky. Um, let's start talking about the show like. The, the twist that we saw. First of all, let's talk about the whole uh, original dilemma where each tribe got to pick one member and then they picked the second member. They all split up once they got to their three different camps and they had a decision to make. And the decision was to be honest or to deceive. And I thought it was very three interesting takes on it. Uh, I don't know how we want to go about it. If we want to take about each tribe or we just want to, uh, in general, talk about like what stood out for you. Well, well one of our uh, viewers actually asked um, us today what we would have done. What would you have done, Nando? Evan Clem, at Evan71788 on Twitter. Goes, Hi, what Evan. would you guys have done? Honest or lie? Hmm. You have to. 
I'm sorry. You can find the hidden immunity idol without, without the freaking clue. clue. As Carolyn just said. be honest. Yeah. As Car- <laughs> just to be honest, you have to at the beginning. You ha- the, you the main to. goal is to integrate with your tribe yep. and make sure you guys are one cohesive unit. Because mm-hmm. the moment people start creating bonds, if you're on the outside, you are screwed. Because you'll go to tribal and there's not enough. You don't have enough basis or history right. to, to plead your case. Here's something interesting I noticed uh, about all three tribes, and I think they did. They all did the same thing, whether they were honest or they deceived. None of them said what the deception was. No. None of them said there was a hidden immunity idol. Notice that. I mean, the white t- collar tribe figured it out on their own. Yeah. But if I listened to it twice, and whether they cut it out or not, they explained they was honest and to deceive, but they never said what they would get for deception. Because you know there's always a price to pay, or there's always a, 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 an award for doing something. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious that no other tribe seemed to be like, there must be a hidden immunity idol somewhere, even though well, they got the, the honesty part. This is the thing. I'm sure everybody, I mean, Survivor's been on long enough, and there's enough super fans within this season that I am sure day one, people were looking for that idol. Yeah. It just, you can't fit that into an episode. But I still say they were deceptive. Even the honest ones were a little deceptive and maybe they didn't say the whole deception. So if the fact that they know there's a hidden immunity idol, at least there are some super fans, but there's some people you know, they always cast people who aren't as uh, intelligent in the game. <laughs> well, I loved, if we're going to talk about them individually, yeah. I loved the no-colors approach to it before they even went to make a decision. Jen spoke up and was like, okay, we don't know what the decision is, but if it's like food or shelter or mm-hmm. this or that, like what do you think we can? What we mm-hmm. should do? And she made it like a tribal. Let's make a decision together. Yeah. So I just I loved that and her mentality of what we were saying. Yeah. It's not an individual game. So why are we going to start feathers right now? It's a team game. We want to be unified if we're going to go far and have numbers. So. Oh, I love that too. They, they had their community. They had like yeah. a community vote before they did that. And I thought that was actually a very fair approach and very red collar of them because you know <laughs> making sure they're all included. And plus, Will's got to need something to make some sandwiches because he promised <laughs> he true. promised he would make sandwiches he if he got if he got the position. So he needs those beans. The more beans, the more sandwiches uh, he can make. I love. So. Well, I'm excited to see what what comes of Will because yeah. Will is, is kind of a very random character for me to, to see cast yeah. in a season. I just I don't think he's a huge fan. He's this YouTube star. He's this guy who just randomly was pumping gas and got you know caught on camera. I actually have a link but I don't think we'll have time to air it. It's but so cool. We'll it's so funny. It you have to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very curious to see just just his knowledge of the game and if he has any at all or if he's just going to be like I'm Will I'm going to make sandwiches and be nice and everyone's yeah. just going to keep me around mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder if there's any strategy there I yeah. like Will though I, I loved uh, you know I, I actually loved what Dan had to say when he him and uh, Mike were picking they're like well you know about being villains mm-hmm. you know like yeah. you're going to have to be a villain but it's too early in the game and I agree with that Absolutely. myself I think I think based on that my answer would be I would go the honesty route too well Dan said villains win this game but yeah. it's too early. I'm like, but there's been some winners who aren't necessarily villainous, no. so I disagree with that mentality. I, villains I don't necessarily do win the game of Survivor. There are tough decisions you have to make regardless, yes. but yeah, calling yourself a villain right away, maybe that, that shows what Dan is well, out to do eventually. Really eager player. He's excited to finally be playing the game of Survivor. And what surprised me about Dan, too, is he willingly volunteered to be the first person up for uh, for the, the blue team, right. you know, to blue collar, to whereas, take leadership, whereas Max said... It's like, I studied this show, but you don't put yourself in a leader leadership position ever. Yeah, He's so again, on your back. yeah, that's very two different philosophies from two different super fans. So very, I, I have a feeling Dan just goes by the beat of his own drummer, and that's why, like I said, He's some, some people, some people who really, really want to be on Survivor, like they'll work out and they'll train, and look, James, they'll set up their own, they'll set up their own challenges and they'll practice I mean, or everything. Dan doesn't seem like the, he just seems to be like a couch fan. Well, Dan did say, "You will never forget me." And I think he's going to hold true to that. I think so too. So, uh, but the interesting thing about those two too is even though they picked honesty. Uh, there was some doubt because the bag, I guess the blue collar team is expecting when they're going to get a big bag of beans, they need, especially people like Rodney, they need a big bag well, and of Mike beans. And Mike is even bigger than Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mike, so. don't be stupid. Take the bag of beans. So Sierra was like, that's not a big bag of beans. Oh, I, Sierra, welcome to Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hate to tell you, but this isn't, they're not going to 
make you a happy meal. Yeah. <laughs> like. So, and then, of course, we saw the white collar team, Joaquin and so, you know, 90210 oh, <laughs> crowd. Gosh. And pretty much Joaquin, he, he wants to be the villain, so got manipulated, poor victim, so, and she ended up going along with it. I mean, she did seem to say, like, we can go on and say, but. I think so started, wanted to play this game from the get-go as a villain. That's how, that was going to be her calling card. She was yeah. going to play hard as like as hard as she could from the from the beginning, mm-hmm. and that's what bit her in the butt. So I, I don't I don't blame Joaquin. I blame so. Yeah. Like I mean, it, it just, and it, it's unfortunate again because I really liked her as a character, and mm-hmm. I really wish she would have lasted longer. Yeah. But I, I think it's her own fault. Well, but see, you know, I agree with you, Nino. Yeah. I feel like she was a little bit forced into that decision because I think she was leaning toward if she was playing the game like. As a super fan, mm-hmm. she knew not to do the deceive right away. I'm sure she wants to be and play the villain card, but she's also smart enough to know it's too early for that. But I think Joaquin just was too dominant in that decision. And I think they just too—they were just too busy, like in love with each other. I really <laughs> think they were just so like they're obviously the youngest two in the on the team, yeah. and they have good bodies, both of them. And I'm sure they were just very little infatuated with them. So I think they kind of forgot about gameplay a little bit, or, or really the ram. I mean, Joaquin, I don't think cares. But... I don't know what Joaquin's gonna do now that he doesn't have. So to like distract him at the beach. Uh, well, no. <laughs> they all, we're talking about how it's an instant alliance because so they had to make this decision together. Yeah, but I had to quote so because she's like, it's like I'm making a deal with the devil. But in her first interview, she called herself the devil. So I'm like, <laughs> what? Like minds, you know? Yeah, yeah they, they, the they, devil. They attract the each other. Do, the double devils. But what was cool is they came back. They came back with this really. I, I, do you believe this story that they came up with? If you didn't know what they picked, no. Yeah, and that's why uh, was it Carolyn that spoke up or Sharon? It was both said, of them. It seemed to know. Yeah. Okay. In the game of Survivor, you don't have a neutral. It's either you are honest or you deceive. There's no neutral. Yeah. And I was like, that is so true. So I'll write it off the bat. If they said there was a neutral, I'd be like, no, no, no. no. Do you yeah. Know what? I don't even think if I would have chosen the deceive. I don't even think I would have brought the bit that small bag of rice or a beans back because I think that automatically that 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 bag was tiny. Yeah. And I think that I think if it was me, I would have like hit it and then played it, planned to go to tree mail the next day and like put the be- like put the beans in there oh, and then it see. looked like I got it the next day and just not brought anything back and just been like the, and like made up some story around that because I think the fact that they had that small bag. You're not, everybody at white collar is not stupid. I mean, as it was, blue collar was already suspicious about the big bag. Mm-hmm. So, so that shows how small the big bag was. Yeah. But I feel like if you came back with nothing, they're going to be like, oh, they have a hidden meaning out of clue. I think bringing the bag back was at least smart. They just suck yeah, that line. Yeah, that's true. And they did. like Carolyn said, you know, if you're white collar, you can tell when someone's BSing you. Yeah. I don't think those two are really good BS artists, honestly, no. either. But I don't know. I, I have the satisfaction of watching from my couch, so who knows? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, you know what was great is Carolyn and, uh, and Sharon figured it, and then Max pretty much figured it out. They must have a clue to the hidden immunity mm-hmm. idol, which I thought was brilliant. It's awesome. They are so smart, and they just, they just read them right away. Yes. And uh, even better... Carolyn ended up hunting them down and following them and figuring oh, out where the immunity idol was. Star. So, and I love her. I think she's from she's another New Yorker because because uh, that's Joaquin was she's giving from, her a New York um, word. She's from Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. But I think she's originally from Queens or okay. something. Maybe she lives in Tampa now. I kind of remember um, something earlier. But uh, she's got a little bit of a New York accent, so I, I believe that that her and Joaquin are the New Yorkers. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of dug her. I know at first she was talking a lot, so I was a little iffy on her. But she's Ooh. pretty good. I think she shot herself in the foot at Tribal, though. Yeah. I think she, she. We'll talk about Tribal because yeah. I, I have a couple of really interesting questions about Tribal. But anyway, so great. We saw. We saw. Uh, it doesn't take a clue to find the immunity idol. Although she had a clue in the sense that So and uh, Joaquin were looking yeah. at a certain place. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about. Well, let's talk a little bit about who ruffled whose feathers. So far, we saw we saw that scene in. Uh, with Jen and Vince, uh, Vince getting jealous about Joe, right? We see, uh, Dan, so we see, and, and then Dan, Dan and the women. Which Dan? Come on, like you again. It's like you don't, you don't do that. You don't talk to twenty like girls in their twenties like that. You mm-hmm. like the first day you meet them, you don't just. He was like being so degrading to them and yelling the at them. Of, I was really oh, shocked. And that's taken stupid. Back I think he said something like, "That's stupid. That's Why a stupid idea." That? Yeah, yeah. But that's the first time we see Kelly actually on this episode. I feel like when she spoke up in her yeah. little confessional about how I, I think there was a little them. there was a little editing there because it kind of seemed like a really sudden cut to him saying that. So I that's think it might have been a little more jumpier than than we saw. But he's still the way when he was talking very short 
bursts like this. Like, Lindsay, you can't understand me unless I talk like this. I'm like having a temper tantrum. Yeah, exactly. Sierra, Sierra was totally like giving him the stink eye on that, <laughs> the way he was talking to them. So, uh, absolutely. And then, of course, White Collar, we see it really just came from the original dilemma. No one seems to trust so, and Joaquin. Uh, yeah, and I think we, we, well, let's talk about Fire, because this was awesome, actually, too. Um, well, you know, a lot of those arguments came as a result of the shelter. Shelter always causes arguments, but what fascinated me about these three teams is two of them got right. fire. Made it themselves. And Blue Collar, I think, just did it from sheer willpower, because they're just so <laughs> brawny, and they just did it. But Joe goes, Joe goes, you guys, I watched their YouTube video like ten times. I, I know. know how to do this. And everybody's like, I don't think Joe's going to do it. And then he did, did it, it, and I was so happy was that he did. I was very And I'm glad. I mean, you're, it's Survivor. You should know how you should to be start studying. a fire. Yeah, if you are going to be a contestant on Survivor, watch the YouTube video yeah. Joe watched and practice making fire. If do you're, yourself a favor. If you're a super fan, you you need to learn this. You yes. need to know that it is going to come in handy. It's like if you're a fan of Amazing Race, you want to know how to drive a stick shift. Yes. Survivor, you want to know how to make a fire. Yeah. You don't want to know how to swim. You don't want to know how to make a fire. <laughs> and may- maybe maybe study up on maybe what, what like lean-tos and like kind of easy shelter shapes that there might yeah, be. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, just, you know, do your research, guys. Do this a little, is a great opportunity. Do a little <laughs> research. So Joe, definitely, uh, you know, earning some major trust from doing that. Jen, obviously, a little infatuated. I think she's a little infatuated with him, oh, even though absolutely. she's not. She's not looking for love, but she was flirting with him. She was saying like, "You might have. You want me to blow on the, on that wood?" And he's like, "I gotta make the hole a little bigger." You know, obviously <laughs> they're they're making little innuendos there. Wince is giving the stink eye, uh, and Wince and Joe already weren't getting along over building the shelter, so that was really interesting. And uh, yeah, and like I said, blue white team, of course, no clue. And you would even think with two super fans on that team. They would have studied up. I know. I would have thought in, in, a, in a heartbeat that Max would. But Max might know. And Max just might be wanting to hide this hmm. knowledge that he has, which which is a smart move. Um, but I, I just, but still, fire is such a life a life force out on, on Survivor. And I feel like maybe if they didn't go to Tribal, he mm-hmm. would have probably tried to step in and maybe been like, yeah, hey, guys, I know how to make it. But it's very hard for me to believe that Max doesn't know how to make fire. Yeah. Yeah, I would, have to teaching. Teaching. <laughs> I would have teaching to assume that. I feel like extra credit if you make fire after your quiz in our survivor class. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, we covered fire, we covered that. Let's, uh, you know, before we go on to talk about the immunity challenge, let's just say this is a new panel. Uh, we are here for the say, you know, our intention is to be here every single week consistently to bring you the best analysis we can. We're super fans. All of us have a really good background regarding survivor. Uh, I bonded with you guys over survivor when I first we all came to After Buzz at the same time and I remember yep. James and I in our initial interview group interview we were just having like a 15 minute mini show on Survivor <laughs> in front of everybody else like just spontaneous but uh, but yeah but we really would love to get some feedback from you uh, if you're watching a stream on YouTube please comment uh, if you are listening to it on iTunes please uh, rate us and subs- you know you're obviously subscribed, uh, subscribed already but rate us and comment we'd love to hear from you guys we are and- getting a lot of feedback right now because you can watch it live on YouTube we yeah. have about 40 viewers cool because I can't, um, a lot of conversation going on, so I'm going to give a few shout-outs to Joseph Boza, Soul Brother 69. Hey, Soul Brother 69, you've been following me for a while now. <laughs> Saul Perez, Sheena123. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know we're not Je- uh, Jerry, Justin, or Ryan, I, but you guys are giving us great feedback. I do want to. I do want to like give, just 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 share this because the reason I am part of AfterBuzz is mm-hmm. because I was working for Jeff Probst at mm-hmm. the time when I found out about AfterBuzz, and he was one who encouraged me to to try out and to join AfterBuzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was working for him and originally they wanted me to do the Survivor show when I first joined but then because I was still so ingrained with that world I wasn't really supposed to do it so yeah. I'm so happy now that I can and uh, maybe maybe we'll get Jeff in you get a little insight I mean we don't we don't have a Survivor all-star on the panel but I we think don't. we we have a pretty good panel right here I worked on four seasons I think like, so <laughs> but you weren't in Playboy uh, <laughs> not yet, no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but please, thanks so much. And you know what? The added benefit of us doing the show, it's going to be a new show. We have our own little take. And I'm promising you right now, we are going to have current cast members on this season. So uh, we are working on that. So we will we will keep you guys informed. We're definitely going to have a lot of nice surprises for you guys. Hold on, one more shout out. Yeah, of course. I just, the comment stands out to me to Joseph Boza. He goes, this will be a fun journey this season with this crew. It will be entertaining to watch them each week as it develops. So thanks, Joseph. Thanks so much, Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk about the-
about the immunity challenge. I loved this immunity challenge. I mean, it was epic. It was large. What I loved is I think it really... I, I mean, overall, production for this this episode is just has me so optimistic, the way they were thought about this immunity challenge. The thing that really I loved about this immunity challenge was there were choices to make. Exactly. And, and since all the tribes were separated by the profession and their way of thinking, their way of life, it really lends to each tribe and their mentality. You know, and I, I just have to give a shout out to John Kierhofer who has been with Survivor since season one. Um, and he he and his team who do the challenges on Survivor, I mean, you guys don't even know all the work that goes into it, but the, you know, the creativity that it takes to have this type of, like, challenge like, that's this good, mm-hmm. 30 seasons in, and it's a, it's so different from other things. I know, I know some of the puzzles were the same puzzles we've seen, but that choice, it just adds another element, and you just gotta love the producers of this show, and like, there's a reason it's been on for 30 seasons and done as well as it's done. And I'm glad you brought that up, Nando, because that was the standout to me. And the immunity challenge was the choice, especially with the puzzle, because mm-hmm. there was those three bags that they could choose from. And I thought it was interesting that two of them went for the middle bag, and yeah. the white collar went for the one with the most pieces. Yeah, what are you thinking? Take a long time in itself just to well, see all the pieces. But yeah, it was still a oh, lot. But st- I still, it's like, what are you doing? Well, I still think. I mean, if we're going to jump to the puzzles right away, just, just, I think Sharon was just panicked and and she just did not handle the pressure because it mm-hmm. was uh, it was a very straightforward puzzle yeah. as opposed to the other two. At first, I think I was a little shocked they picked the twenty five uh, puzzle piece. I would have thought they might have gone for the big picture, but I, it kind of makes sense too. They're used to having simple answers or having people do all the difficult work for them in a way. In a way, I mean that's the way I'm. In, I, I look at it. Uh, what surprised me was blue collar going for the artsy piece. I know, me too. That surprised me because I, I would have thought at least they were so behind at that point. I would have thought maybe they'd go for the five and just just roll the dice and see if they could figure it yeah. out. I don't think the five piece was necessarily this, that hard. I but, don't think so either. But if, if one person like has done that puzzle before, they would know it. But I I applaud blue collar for picking the one they did because that's the only one you can see of the other contestants. So it's one that you yeah. could copy. Obviously, no collar had already finished it, yeah. and they could easily just look over and copy it and place the pieces because they didn't they weren't dealing with as many pieces as the white collar was right. dealing. And with. I can't remember, but I know that ten piece puzzle has been used before because I know they've had oh, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It was used. I've done that puzzle. Uh, what season? I think it was in the Philippines that that was used. They've done it before. I, yeah, I, I, I know it's very it, familiar. It's so hard. That mm-hmm. one is very very difficult because every little piece looks like it could fit in, and I'm sure they changed might have changed it up a bit, but yeah, they have used that puzzle. Before. So let's let's talk, let's break it down just a quick uh, for a quick moment. Let's break it down first to the locks versus the knots thing. Everyone went for the locks, and I believe I had my notes on me. I don't have them anymore. I know Lindsay went for uh, blue collar, and I can't remember who went for the other two right now. So no, so well, it was Joaquin, and then so took his place. Right. Lindsay and then Mike took his place, and then for red collar it was Vince, and then um, Joe took his place. Very interesting from Vince to Joe, the two rivals. Vince couldn't. None of them could do the lock, so they had to switch out. So Joe, which who's a jewelry designer, so I would really think that he works really well with smaller items, being a jewelry designer, was able to really get into uh, the ropes. Uh, so was also able to do the ropes really well. Mike, I, I don't know, maybe this is me, but he's a big guy. I know I can rely on him doing very heavy lifting, but that just seemed like a yeah, very why? intricate thing for Mike to do. I would have gone straight to the knots, though. I would not even have bothered with the keys, because yeah. I feel like having seen challenges in the past, a lot of the problem is is the keys getting all you know jumbled, you jumbled up, up and, and you're, you're reusing the same keys. of which key you use yeah. and mm-hmm. it just it's just too much handwork where it just not just like straightforward yeah. like boom yeah. And it's it's like you you can see a, like a light at the end of the, the tunnel with the knots. Where with the keys, it's such a crapshoot. Yeah, such a crapshoot. But shoot. Joe ended up being falling really behind for his team, uh, and White Collar comes off in front uh, right after that puzzle because of so. They end up doing the obstacles. It was really cool obstacles and everything. Red team right behind, blue lagging behind, and then they go to the pieces. We talked about the pieces. Uh, you got something there? Yeah. Or- I was just reading more comments and Sheena one two three said Keaton looks so beautiful. Oh, thank you, Sheena. And, and Joseph just just pointed out that I did endurance yes. back in the day. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a kid version of Survivor. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, so we had a white team and Sharon who said she was really really good at puzzles. 
you know, in charge of the 25-piece uh, puzzle. <laughs> thing. If someone comes bomb. out, I was like, I'm so good at puzzles. Don't let them do it because they're too cocky <laughs> and they're going to freak out. You say, you say, who else is good at puzzles? At, you know, and then let's choose that person. You know who else was really, really good at puzzles in the first episode of their season? Jate on the Brains Tribe. Jatia? This was such a Tia. Jatia. She was really good at puzzles and she lost it for that team, for the Brain Team. <laughs> and it's like history repeating itself. I don't think Sharon is Jatia. Don't get me wrong. Jatia had a very... I don't know. She might throw the rice in the fire. She we don't might. Know but, but I thought that was pretty funny. So we had her going there for the for the blue team. Oh, actually it was the red team first. The red team had uh, trying to remember who it was now because I don't have my notes in front of me. But it ended up being Joe covering for Jen. It was Jen. Yep. Jen could not figure out the tree at all. Could Joe not. comes in. MVP both on the knots and on the Just puzzle. killing it. Killing it. And, and starting fire. I mean really if there was like a prize for Survivor of the Week like they used to do um, on, on CBS. I think Joe should win it. Yeah. Honestly, just from Joe and then maybe Mike. Player Mike, of the Week. The Sprint Player of the Week. Of the, of the, the Sprint week. Player of the Week. Because Mike ended up covering for um, for Sierra mm-hmm. and he ended up finishing the tree one and coming back from behind. This yeah. big lug who really, I think he he wasn't in danger. I think Dan is in danger in that tribe, but yeah. I think he really felt like he let the team down with the knots. Well, and I think <laughs> I think he also felt pretty stupid when he ate the scorpion. Oh, <laughs> he, loved it. he loved the what scorpion. A moron. <laughs> you don't eat a random bug. Like, I'm sorry. Dude, you know what? We didn't really talk as much about that, but him doing that in front of the tribe shows, I will eat anything, and he even said, any obstacle, I will run to it. Yeah. Like, he is a bulldozer. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I like him. But anyway, so uh, we see that the red team, who you and I both thought, no caller, was not going to win this mm-hmm. uh, challenge. With I love winning no what looked to me, I gotta say it, the, the the first immunity challenge out of the two looked like a bong. It was like perfect for the red team. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the idol? Yeah, the, the idol. Immunity idol. Uh, the immunity, what did I say? The you immunity said, idol. You said the immunity challenge looked like a bong. I'm like, the, the, the idol. idol. The first idol looked like a bong. It was so funny. I saw a meme on Twitter last night and I should have <laughs> brought it in. Uh-huh. It was... A uh, picture cropped of Lindsay and a picture cropped with the immediate idol next to her, and it was like, "Look, it's Lindsay's twin," because you know the idol's all painted and like colorful, like Lindsay's tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, when I first saw my first reaction to that immediate idol was, Ugh, "I don't really like that," but knowing like the concept behind Tribal and kind of the whole mm-hmm. look of this season, which is kind of like a shipwreck, and then they built all this stuff up from uh, a shipwreck. And if you saw Tribal, I mean, look at the detail that's in. Tribal. Uh, my friends who, who do work on this season said that this was one of the coolest tribals they have ever walked on the set of. I mean, and you get it's so hard to translate how mm-hmm. amazing these sets are mm-hmm. um, on television because they, they build tribal from scratch. Yeah. And they use the elements to, to add to it and to, to dress it. And it's so cool. And I, I really do like what the idol does look like because I think it takes, you can see that it's taken directly from the look of that tribal and the feel that they're trying to do of everything kind of built from all these yeah. random scraps. I'm making light of the idol, but I think it's a really okay. cool. I, I, it't a really cool I'm idol. Like, don't let me, in the let art me, department that I love. Let let me me right here. No, no, I like the idol. It just was funny because I haven't seen one like that shape and for some reason with no collar it just it just reminded me of a bong. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> and then the second part of the idol was like looked like a throne that the first one sat in. so that was cool. It's, it's so funny that the two teams that were able to start fire actually win the challenge so they both get more equipment or yeah. flint to use fire and nope. of course the team that couldn't do fire lost. Yes. So that shows a lot. So uh, White Collar sending somebody home and you know really surprised that Sheeran wasn't really part of the conversation. It really was between Carolyn and So. Yeah. Because Sheeran just I thought you know I know she's a super fan and everything but she just failed miserably on an easy puzzle. Didn't look like she got very far in that puzzle at all. No. And I don't feel like she's, she's clicking super socially with anybody either. But she's got maybe, the alliance, Maybe but. we just haven't seen much of her come out and see much of her gameplay because that is a huge, like, how the heck did she squeak by this tribal and not even be a contender? Well, I think it was because of the relationship home. she's built with Carolyn and Max yeah. right off the bat. Because she was the one that I felt, like, really took initiative to form an alliance on mm-hmm. that tribe, besides 
Joaquin and so, but yeah. I thought Sheeran set herself up nicely with at least an alliance with I guess, Chadwell. but Carolyn was being targeted because she was too old, even though she looks like a pretty tough person, too. I agree. Uh, I, was really, I, I didn't know. think she looked weak. I think Sheeran looked weaker than Carolyn, honestly. So again, I'm a little surprised by that, but we knew that she'd probably be safe based on the three-person alliance. It was just a question of them moving, swaying Tyler. So, uh, and Tyler and Carolyn had a nice little conversation because So was doing all this talking and very obvious uh, talking with all the guys. And, uh, you know, Carolyn shares that she has the idol. I don't think anyone on her alliance knows. It's just Tyler based on what we've seen. So I thought that was a very interesting thing. And I don't know about you, I think that's what swayed Tyler ultimately, the fact that Carolyn had an idol. Because it could benefit him maybe at some point. Yeah. Or just as leverage for a future tribal council. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so really it was just between those two. Tribal council was really fun. Oh my gosh, I loved it. For the first tribal council of the season. It was... Oh. It was like the contestants. You kind of talk about yeah, this Yeah, we earlier. did talk about this. It was like the tribe gave Jeff so much material. Mm. Jeff didn't really have to guide co- tribal council and ask questions. Yeah. It was like they just gave him on a silver platter, this is the drama that's going on in our <laughs> tribe. You're going home. Oh, wait, you said she was going home and so on and so forth. I loved the drama. Mm. And... I love the whole, they, they brought up the whole neutral thing. I, I actually thought there was one slight misplay that Max did was he admitted, yeah, I would have lied too. I just would have, I would have picked the sieve too. I just would have been a better liar. And I, I think that's something said, I wouldn't want to share. I would not have said that at Tribal Council. Yeah, I wouldn't want to share that. I did love his other comment. This I, this is exactly what the Survivor Gods, I wanted from the Survivor Gods. For wicked wicked downpour and lots of drama. But yes. I also love the comment that game is afoot. And then yeah. Max goes, one, a very wise man once said that. And I don't know if you guys remember Tarzan from one world. Yes. <laughs> the game as a foot is something I still use in everyday, my everyday life when something funny happens. Oh, it's my awesome. boyfriend and I will be like, the game is a foot. Because, like, yeah, I'm Tarzan. God, what a character. But, uh, <laughs> what a but really awesome. I, I, I was a little, I thought Carolyn might play the idol or I thought she might pull like a Tony and like show the idol, you know, maybe put it back in her bag and, and scare people. But it seemed like, I guess, I feel like there was stuff that we didn't get to see. Yeah, footage that we didn't get to see because she felt a assured enough not to use her idol right, right. away even well, though she was in danger. Because the only person they showed us her telling like that she had the idol was Tyler. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, how did she get everybody else to, to pull on her side, too? So, you know, I know she kind of had that alliance as well, but everybody was, as what, what we were seeing, at least, was kind of like, I don't really know yeah. what, what we should do, even though the alliance had been made. I think if I wasn't sure, I would have pulled my, ali- my idol oh, out. me too. I would have totally me pulled it out and said, okay, guys, you know what? Test your luck, because I'm here, and I know I'm going to be a target, and this will this will buy me one week and get rid of my biggest competitor, if uh, you know my biggest rival right now. If if you guys want to do that, yeah. So. And everyone, like when we were watching, was like, "Oh my gosh, she's going to go home. She's going to be voted out first <laughs> yeah. with an idol in her pocket. Like what, what, what?" And then when the third so vote came up, they were like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. So really great happy, editing. Great really editing, happy about great that. Episode. And uh, yeah, just overall, I think a great episode. I think we covered just about everything mm-hmm. there, right? I do have uh, if we have that, I do actually have a link that was posted on uh, CBS Survivor on YouTube fr- uh, from So, the day after, right? No, this after is this the, ad. This is after, oh, no, this is the Will. This is the Will thing. This, this is the, the second thing. link. The well, second we show link. The will. We'll save the Will thing or we'll put it up online because we don't have much time to show both. But... Sorry about Let's that. Let's see, so. <laughs> Josh, you don't have the second one. Oh. Okay. Well, you know what? You can go on uh, You can go on CBS. Uh, you can look for CBS Survivor on YouTube, and you can find that one. Anyway, it, pretty much it was so saying I'd rather be, you know, she, it really sucked being called a bad liar, but she'd rather be a bad liar and still be a good person than be considered a great liar and a sociopath. And I, I, I thought it was a really funny line. Uh, she obviously was a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I, I, feel for, I feel so bad for this girl because she is such a great, great character, and if there's any first contestant or contestant that's ever been voted out first that I would want to see back, it would be so, mm-hmm. just because of what she went through with being out there for the season 29 and then coming back and everything. She she was such a fan, and I just I don't feel like she really got to play. Yeah, yeah I agree. She's someone I would love to see come back to. Yeah, well, maybe she'll come back in the last two episodes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing that I think is interesting that I read recently, because there's been a lot of press with Probst because uh, of the 30th anniversary, is he mentioned that there's lots of ideas like this idea is obviously a very a novel idea I, mm-hmm. I still we still I can't help but compare it to Brains Brown and Beauty but this uh, but this was know, Jeff's idea this was Jeff's idea it was Jeff's idea uh, it, well yep. so far it's working out great it's just slightly different I, I feel it's different enough to not really compare mm-hmm. it now but now that we're seeing it but he said that there's stuff on the whiteboard that they like 
15, 20 seasons ago, they were like, we'd never do this, but it's still on the whiteboard. And they're like, to the point where, hmm, maybe we would. And I think there's always been talk about what it would be like if you had a bunch of first-time voted out contestants mm-hmm. playing the game again. The, I mean, because uh, Francesca obviously was one that they've actually brought back who was the first one eliminated. And she got and voted she again. Personally eliminated again. And I didn't understand why they brought her back in Me the first neither. place. I yeah. was like, come Francis on, of favorites. all people to bring back. Really? Yeah. Francesca? Francesca? Not Francesca. Well, as, that's uh, Francesca. 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 Yeah, nothing against her because I, I think she's great, but seriously, like, not she's not as interesting as somebody like like So or like David David Sampson who is in um, Taeyeon. Uh, there's, there's a lot of other there's really, a couple really of others good. that were good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it'd be an interesting one. So it might be good on that. Oh, and I have to bring this up because I just couldn't believe this. Joaquin cannot spell. No. <laughs> Joaquin could not spell Carolyn. He spelled it Sherilyn. C-H-E-R. the vote of the night was Sharon, and it said so, so much drama. I love that. <laughs> I wonder if, if Joaquin had to vote so out if, if he would have spelled her name right. <laughs> Based on the fact he would have put S-E-W or something. Yeah, right. Oh, like, Joaquin. <laughs> At least so. Joaquin's pretty. Guys, we he's should, really pretty. We should have a contest because I'm sure he's going to eventually be voted out. When he gets voted out, how many different ways people are going to spell his name? Because I, I would say, out of all the names on Survivor, that would be the one I would mess up if I was playing the game. Joaquin's name. How do you spell Joaquin? I, I don't know. Right it's, now, J- it's J-U-A-Q... A- J-O-A-Q-U-I-N. You just looked at my paper. No, I can't see it. No, I can't spell it. I can't spell it. Anyway, I, I think that's about it for the show. Uh, you know, we were going to do a clip of So, but in following weeks, we hope to actually have interviews with the actual survivors as they get eliminated. So we're working with CBS on that. Please rate us in comments because also it shows uh, CBS how passionate we are about the show and how much of a good show we want to do. Let us know how we're doing. Um, you know, where can we find you guys during the week to talk, you know, to talk to Survivor or whatever. Well, you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at Mr. James Wally. And I'm also the host of the Amazing Race After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We go on every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So make sure if you're a fan of all the CBS reality shows, you just follow me there, Get too. Get in on that. That's a great season, too. And big shout out to Alexandra, who also commented on our show today. Alexandra Adams, say hi to her. So I'm saying hi to you. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Keaton Marky, really easy. And if you Google, yes, you will find funny things of me when I was 14 on Endurance, too. <laughs> nice. Lord I have one thing to say because yep. we really want to interact with the fans this season and play along with us. So I started a Fantasy Survivor <gasps> yes. tribe on fantasysurvivor.net. So make sure you go to that website, register an account, go to the AfterBuzz TV tribe. The password is AfterBuzz. And make sure you pick your fantasy selects every single week and try to beat us. We've already started, so we're maybe one episode ahead of you guys. Yeah. But get your point, get your points every week, and play along with. And us. you'll put that information up on YouTube in the I comment will. section, Fantasy right? Survivor.net, AfterBuzz TV Tribe, AfterBuzz as the password. Awesome! And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel N A N D O V E L. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz for other awesome recap shows like The Walking Dead, The Blacklist, Scorpion, uh, Bates Motel is coming what back. Don't you do? I know, <laughs> I know. Well, there's, there's a couple of people here doing more shows. Me, but I'm up there. I'm pretty much up there. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much. And please include us in the conversation on Twitter. Use the hashtag ABTV Survivor uh, when you're talking to us. Give us more questions. If you have any questions or anything like that, we'd love to talk to you and answer you. We want to make this as interactive as possible. Thanks so much. Next week we will be on, uh, I believe, Thursday Pacific time at 5 p.m. And that should be our regular time unless we say otherwise. So thanks. Yeah. Tune in then. Thanks, Bye, guys. Guys. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The tribe has spoken. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 